Hello and welcome to episode 97 of the Live to Walk Again podcast. My name is Jeremy Dixon, your host as always, and with me once again, Brandon Stevens. Brandon, say hello to the people. Jay, what's up, man? I'm just uh, just over here following protocols, man. Yeah, you are. I know you got your masked up. I like it. I appreciate it. Um, you know, we do. If you, if you, uh, first of all, thank you for listening. You could uh, download, you know, like, share, rate, review, download the podcast, all that stuff. Like, you're just helping us out. We're trying to find a cure for paralysis over here. Do uh, it. Yeah, do, do it. it. If, you hear a, if you hear a low buzzing noise in the background, that's an AC. Yeah, we're uh, on a... We're in Washington State, which never gets to 100 degrees, but we're about to have three straight days of, like, crazy... We're in a, a weather advisory for the summer... Yeah. Because we're going to be hitting deg- uh, temperatures upwards of 110, 111 degrees. Which is crazy for here, man. In Washington never, State, yeah. And we're not even talking about the east side, man. Know, this is yeah, this is the evergreen bad. side over here. Yeah. yeah. I, I saw that in, at SeaTac Airport, which is the airport here in Seattle, uh, it was going to be... Ooh. They've, they've only Dang. gone over 100 degrees one time ever. And so that and tarmac's about, about to be, to be just freaking yeah, on fire, dude. Well, we're flying out tomorrow, so I'm gonna we're wonder, flying down at I, out I at think night. If it but gets too, oh, if you're flying, okay, you'll be alright. It's gonna be like we're flying out at like 9:50 on the red eye, but I'm telling you, like during the day, that ain't there's safe, gonna man. Be a lot of, yeah, there's probably gonna be a lot of delayed flights. I bet. I bet you're right about that, Jay. Whew. Yeah, so I'm over here masked up, man, because once again, man, just we're not over this stupid thing and. My um, my son got sent home for the second time at school for being exposed to confirmed COVID case. Um, we haven't gotten it, luckily, man. And you're like nine days of quarantine so far. Yeah, so, yeah, so I'm just being I mean, safe, yeah, man. I'm, I'm sure we're fine. I mean, I, I, we've had vaccinations, but uh, uh, and my kids didn't get sick, so that's good. So, But, you know, nevertheless, man, I'm not trying to, to spread it around for no reason. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I did, Brandon, just read while we were getting ready for this uh, podcast. I read a story about Johns Hopkins. I think it's not the actual university. It's like their brain and machine. Oh, it's like the Harmon Institute of yeah, Technology like instead of Harmon Inst- Institute? Yeah, it's like the Brain and Machine <laughs> Institute or something like Remember that. Remember that one? Yeah. Accepted. <laughs> Bartleby, man, he started his own college. Anyway, these guys are working with Brain Machine Interface over there, and someone with a spinal cord injury. I'm I'm gonna do more research on this, and so we're gonna like dive into this one okay. big time on the next podcast. But someone was able with Brain Machine Interface with a spinal cord injury to feel Wait. holographic object. Dang. Okay. Like. <sighs> That's like some next level, like blow your mind, quantum physics stuff right there. Yeah, I don't, I can't wrap my mind around that right now. So yeah, that's taking VR to the next level right there. For real, for real. Yeah. So holy crap, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. I mean, these this person was not paralyzed though. No, they're he had the guy has a spinal cord injury that was was using it, was using the brain machine interface. Yeah. Yeah, just I, I can't even like my mind. My, is blown. my mind's, yeah, it's blown right now. I this world just getting wild, dude. How do you even keep up? 
like I mean what like even you know like I always tell people the only thing I know about holograms is Tupac at Coachella like what are we what are we even talking about here so um yeah that's uh well we know we know from uh CERN that there's different types of holograms there is there is that's uh that's a whole different that's a whole different ball of wax man <laughs> i don't even know uh anyway this week brandon we're gonna cut this short because it's already 80 degrees and it's 11 a.m uh this week we're having on our friend anton clifford he is an actor now we talked about after we what we watched his queen sugar roll and 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 commented about how great of a job he did on that. Um, yeah, he's been taking, yeah, man. He's been taking acting classes since basically for the last couple of years since we spoke to him the first time. And you know he's doing his thing, man. He, he had he had one. He you'll hear in the interview, but he had one uh, role that he already filmed that he couldn't. He had to sign an NDA. He couldn't oh, he talk about. He can't it. talk about it yet. So yeah, so it's uh, that's a big be one. Be on the lookout, man. He's doing. He his didn't thing. even tell you like off the air. I don't know if I can say that. Like I don't think I can disclose that he signed an NDA, so you can't tell me. All right. But uh, yeah, he. That's so he's true. Doing his thing, man. He's doing his thing. He's got a com- and a commercial coming out that, uh, pretty quick. Jay, you need to get you need to get in this, man. Oh man, I'm gonna let Anton handle the acting. I don't need yeah. to be. In, I don't need to be in front of a camera. You <laughs> just stick behind a, the microphone. I have, a, I have a face for radio or podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll uh, we'll get to Anton here real quick, and I uh, hope you guys enjoy this. We'll talk to you on the other side. All right, this week on the Live to Walk Again podcast, we uh, have the luxury of speaking with our returning champion, Anton Clifford. Uh, Anton is an actor and a spinal cord injury survivor. Uh, Anton, what's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, man, I'm glad you guys got me back. It's been a year, uh, almost, well, maybe over a year, a little over a year. Yeah, I think it's even been over a year for sure. Yeah, it was definitely before COVID last time we spoke, man, so... And, and yeah, you know, last time we talked, I think you were were just getting ready to to start doing some acting classes. Um, and you wow. back then you were doing doing a little bit of a DJ, you know, DJing here and there. So, um, you know, what made you want to switch it up and, and start acting? Well, I mean, you know, it's crazy how acting even came about in my life. I had a friend. Her name is Michelle Sowell. She's kind of like a sister to me. She taught me. She taught me into going into acting like months ago. Like she said, Anton, I want you to try acting. And I, and I looked at her like she was kind of crazy. I said, well, who wants to see a guy in a wheelchair? And then she kept asking me. She asked me again. She was like, why don't you, start, why don't you, try, why don't you try taking acting classes? And I said, no, I'm not going to do it. Then the third time, I said, okay, uh, so what is it all? What is it, what's all going to be in it? Uh, what do I have to do? She's like, no, nah, I mean, you may not have to act. You may just have to go into writing or just go into some. You don't have to just necessarily act all the time. You just have to. It's good to be in part of the film industry in general. So I got in there. I didn't, I didn't go in with the th- uh, thinking that I was going to be in front of a camera or anything. I mean, I, I thought I was, I was learning how to write and write stories and stuff like that. I just happened to fall in love with acting while I was there. I love it, man. I love it. So when did you actually start uh, your acting classes? July. It's been, yeah, July. Yeah, July. So almost a year now? Uh, two year, Well, two years now. Oh, it's so- been two years almost. Yeah, I think, yeah. July man, we 2019. Had, we, had we had you on early, bro. I forgot, man. Yeah, it's been a while. So, I mean, I know me and you have, have caught up a few times just uh, here and there. But, yeah, it's been a while since we had you on the show. 
And so, yeah, give uh, what, what school did you go to? Give a shout out to uh, to your school that you you the acting school you ended up going to. Well, I started I started off at this school called Nick Conti's in Atlanta, Georgia. Nick Conti's Professional Acting Studio, and it was in a uh, Buckhead. I started off going there, taking classes for a little bit, and then uh, I was there for like seven or eight months. Then COVID hit. Then uh, I had to go run to the drawing board again because I mean COVID hit. We weren't able to do in person classes anymore. I mean, they're back to doing in-person. I'm not currently there at the time now. But uh, during that time, I started taking online courses. Me and my friend, uh, one of my close friends who I met at that school named Calvin Matthews, we just decided to, like, our families, I mean, we knew we were, we were going to have to be safe. And, like, I mean, our families weren't going out like that. So we just, we said, he said he's going to come over to my house and we're going to take this online course, Crystal Carson in L.A. We started taking her online course. And then we started practicing more and more and more. Then we then we found who my coach is right now, Robert Pralgo. And uh, we started taking his classes on Zoom. And then we I started going to him in person. And yeah, that's how it, that's how it's been since then. Oh man. Man, so you know, what was the experience like, I guess, at first of like when you first started doing the in-person acting classes? Like how how did that all work for you? Well, I fell out of place. Like honestly, I mean, I was the only guy in a wheelchair there. And yeah, I mean, it just felt kind of weird just being in the class, that type of environment, like doing, having to be, I mean, we the things we were doing were memorizing lines and going up there and then giving it, we were, I was in beginners, man. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I didn't really feel too bad that I was terrible, but <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't really feel too bad about it. I felt, I felt we were all, we were all learning, man. So it wasn't like they threw me in an event. It's better that I was in the beginners class because they would have thrown me in the advanced class and I started making the mistakes I was making in front of everybody. It'll be a no-go. <laughs> Probably, I'm, I, I may have stuck it out because I have confidence, but still, it would have. I, I would have felt weird. Would have felt real, real out of place. Right, right, no doubt. Um, you know, it, and uh, you know, Anton, just like in our interactions, man, over the last few years, you know, I know you have a lot of confidence, like from the, doing the DJing thing to now doing the acting thing. What was it? You know, it seems like actors have to be really vulnerable. And I guess like that's kind of a, something that comes along with with a spinal cord injury anyway. So I don't know if you if you had like an advantage, Do you feel like you had an advantage a little bit because, you know, we have to have people like help us with all kinds of stuff. So, you know, opening up and being vulnerable to people on screen or in class like that, like what was that like for you? Um, you know, do you feel like you had a little bit of an advantage in that in that area? In a way, yes and no. Because, I mean, yes, in a way, because, I mean, us being paralyzed, I felt like I was going to therapy because I'm I'm working a script right now that, I mean, think about acting. You can literally be anything that you can't be on your feet. I can be in acting. I can be, uh, I mean, I can be a police officer. I can't be that on, I can't be that on my feet. I'm, I can't, I can't be a police officer while I'm on my feet. I can be, I, I, I probably can be an astronaut. I can be anything they write. I can be in a chair. So, I mean, it really took me out of even thinking about being paralyzed. It took me to a different dimension, bro. So I was able to, uh, I mean, of course they had me playing, doing scripts or maybe I got shot and got paralyzed and I'm playing a character, which that, then I could take somebody else's situation of having that spinal cord injury and put myself in that situation, how I would behave in that situation. So I really, I mean, really, yes. Cause I mean, I felt like I had a little advantage cause uh, I mean, us being paralyzed, I'm sure we watch uh, human behavior more than anybody. We're always watching people. We're watching who's coming to go give us a shower in the morning. We're watching who's doing everything. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, man. No doubt. So, you know, what was it like for you? Because I know, obviously, being an actor, you have to, you know, evoke emotions and 
and do all the, you know, all these different things. Like what, I mean, I guess for anybody like walking or disabled would, it, it would be probably a, a, a little bit of a, you know, a little bit difficult to, at least at first to get that, to get that down. But like, what was that like for you, um, you know, coming from, from the place that you, places you've been? Well, yeah, man. Sometimes, I, I mean, honestly, bro, I will tell you, man, sometimes I go dark to evoke the type of emotion that I need for the scene, the character. I really go dark and I really think of things that have happened in my past, like especially I could, you could use. I feel like any actor in a spinal cord injury that had a, I mean, I had a bad accident that, I mean, unfortunately, one of my cousins that were that was in the accident, he's not with us anymore. But uh, yeah, I mean, you could use that type of those experiences and it really brings out a different side of me, especially if you start thinking about it. And then you go into character and then you do your line. So I, I, I'm not, I don't really think, look at myself as acting. I'm just living in a moment at the time. So I, whatever comes, whatever I feel in that moment, that's what I do. And I feel, the thing about acting is we, we get to feed off the other person's energy. So I can literally sense the energy of the other actor as I'm doing the scene. I love it, man. I love it. Yeah. And, you know, I, I remember I've seen you post, uh, you know, everything on Instagram, like the, you posted quite a few things of like your first, uh, your, I guess your first kind of love scene or whatever, or, or at least like, you know, yeah. working things out <laughs> with your, your girlfriend on, on, you know, in the acting sense. And uh, that was, it's so good, man. You're, you're, you're doing it, bro. I love it. So yeah, I, I'm glad you, you post that, man. So everybody can see, you know, what, it, what, what you're doing out here. Yeah, man, our disabled community, we need more actors, actually. We need a lot of more, uh, I think. Uh, I'm coming up in an era where it's going to be accepted, where you're gonna, it's, it's going to be normal to see a guy in a wheelchair and a, as a cop or as a lawyer, as an a attorney or a doctor. Even in a Marvel movie, it's going to become normal soon. And yeah. to be a part of that era, I mean, part of, that, part of what's going on right now in the industry, it really touches me to even work harder. I mean, it motivates me to even work harder and harder and harder because, I mean, we're all going to die in... I mean, me and you are going to die off one day. I just want the next generation to keep it going, too. So I want to help pave the way for the other generation coming up. So I leave my legacy, and then the, the, other, the, other, the other next kid that's in a wheelchair, I want him to dream big and do what I did, or even become greater than what I'm doing. Because I, I, I see myself going high, high up. I, don't have, I have a ceiling. I, I, I told my coach, I said, I'm going to be the first paralyzed guy to win an Oscar. That's the goal. If I, if I don't get it. I, I can live with that because I tried my hardest, but I'm, that's what I'm shooting for. Those, that, that's where my mindset is. I want to do scenes that are going to touch people and going to make people think about their life and want to become better at whatever they're doing, whatever their goals are in life. And that's my motivation on that. Oh, man. That's what keeps love, me going. I love it, Anton. I love it. That's, uh, dude, you, you have a, an infectious, uh, an infectious drive and just like personality, man. You're, I love the way you go for it. Um, you know, I wanted to know, so when you did start in the acting classes, did you feel like any, you know, kind of, did you feel like people treated you any differently being in the wheelchair or was it just all love? I mean, for the most part, it was all love, but there were, there are these some people that when they see you in class, they see a guy in a wheelchair in class, like, hey, who the heck is this guy? Like, why is he here? Is he label you as, uh, is he have a, does he have a learning disability? Can he talk? So they were kind of shocked when I would open my mouth up and do a scene. I remember this. I remember this specifically. This my my close friend. Uh, his name is Steve Darren. There was a, a day I was taking this improv class at nighttime, and uh, the teacher asked me if I want to come up and come up and do a scene with somebody. And uh, nobody in the class wanted to come up, but he was the only one that he, he was the only one that did come up. And 
after we did the scene, everybody was shocked. And that shows right there that, I mean, I mean, people look at you one way and like, oh, yeah, you can't do this and can't do that. But after I did the scene, they, they, they knew. That's, that's great, man. That's awesome that you, uh, you had somebody that was, you know, that was so willing to step up, get, get after it with you like that. Oh, yeah. One more thing about that story. The story is what's, what's, what's kind of crazy is why he got up and got in front of the class. I mean, got up and did the scene with me is because uh, his brother-in-law was actually a quadriplegic. So when he saw me acting, his brother-in-law is a lawyer. He's in Libs in Florida. And he's a quadriplegic. He was like, man, that motivated me because, I mean, I'm I tell you, my confidence when I, I mean, the teacher says, who wants to go up with Anton to do a scene? This is my first day in improv class. Nobody got up except him. And he went up and then, yeah, after that, other people, okay, they started doing scenes. And, but yeah, he, what, what had him, what the connection that me and him had is his brother-in-law was actually a quadriplegic. So he saw me and knew, he already knew I was a quadriplegic when he saw me. Yeah. Wow. That, that's awesome, man. That, you know, it's, yeah, because like this injury, man, affects so many people. Um, it's just nice to see, you know, somebody going out, you know, stepping out and doing that. And, and you're, you know, with you, I was wondering, man, it's like auditioning and, and, and even just like getting up in front of the class, like that's gotta be a lot of nerves and like, what, how did you kind of, uh, how'd you kind of deal with the nerves and put those, put those at rest a little bit when, when you get out there? Cause I mean, even just your, your, the tapes you show on, uh, on Instagram are so good, man. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I've, I mean, fortunately now I've been on some couple big productions. Uh, yeah, we could talk about that later in the interview. But yeah, man. Yeah, when I first went in class, man, like it's kind of like I would psych myself out before I got out there and I pretend like nobody else is in the room. It's harder. It's easier said than done. And that's what I would do. I would kind of psych myself out, pretend like nobody's in the room and I'm just having a private mo moment in a public setting. And that's what my mentality was. And like, I mean, we're paralyzed, so we're used to people addressing us. We have no privacy, bro, especially yeah. as quads. We're having people give us showers and everything. So I'm like, hell, man, what, I mean, what do I have to lose? <laughs> right, right. No doubt. No doubt. So I know from my perspective, I'm like watching you from afar, like just through social media. We check in once in a while through text to see how we're doing, things like that. But then all of a sudden I'm like, see, you're posting, you're about to be on the uh, – the own network show queen sugar and i was like Damn. i'm like okay man like how so how how did that come about like you know how uh, yeah like talk talk about that man when when, when did you audition for it like how how did it all come come together all right man this is the craziest story i'm gonna tell you bro how does oh, wait, how, how does how, Anton, i, I want to know I, and uh, one other thing at the end you can save it for the end but did you get to meet oprah that's my no nah, man she was in la i filmed it in new orleans she was actually in la but she She's seen that she saw the footage, so she, I mean, at least my face is in front of her. <laughs> yeah, that's great, man. That's great. All right, go go ahead, man. Tell us the story. Yeah, man. All right, so I came home from physical therapy with Tony. I had a hard workout, a very hard workout. I did about 200 sit-ups, and I'm working hard, and I'm, I'm tired as hell. So I get a text from my agent, and she texts me, and she, she said, I, I, pitched you for a, I pitched you for a project. I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, I'll do that audition tomorrow. I'm a little tired right now. <laughs> She's like, no, you need to do the audition now. So I'm like, okay, what is this for? And she was like, it's for a queen sugar. So I said, okay, yeah, interesting. And then she and she was like, yeah, can you improv a scene, make up a scene yourself, like a, a scene with the police beating you and everything like that, just improv it, improv it. So I'm like, and then come up with you telling your story about the police beating you up and you becoming paralyzed. I'm like, All right, cool, cool, I can do that. 
And then as I get ready to do that, we get in, I'm in my room. I call my neighbor over. And uh, as I get ready to do that, my uh, my phone goes off just like how I did just now. And I get a text message and, and it, I, I get a text and she's like, Anton, we just sent you the lines. You sent me the lines? What? You want me to learn all these lines in what, an hour? I get four pages of lines and she's like, yeah, you got me memorize these and they want the tape tight. <laughs> so I'm like, oh man. So I started, I started panicking at first. I called my acting coach. I worked over like 30 minutes. And he was like, hey, Anton, just... Just do your best. <laughs> so I really, I mean, I, I really, I mean, the lines, I remember, I mean, I got them down a little bit for the most part. And uh, yeah, and I just started picturing myself, what would I do if I was a guy of police brutality, especially during this time? Like right now, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, the guy that got shot from the police and he's paralyzed in the chair. So I put myself, Anton, in that situation. What would I do if a police beat me up? And this is years later afterwards. My character is obviously older. I don't know if you've seen the scene or not. Yeah, I have. I have. It's but good. yeah, then it, I do the audition, man, and I do the audition, and yeah, we, I don't hear anything back the next day. And my agent's like, okay, because I mean, usually auditions we don't hear back for weeks, 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 weeks. We don't know if we got the part, but they were rushing this one, so I figured they were trying to film this quick. And then I get a call the next night, maybe ten o'clock. My agent's like, can you? Can we? Uh, they want to fly. You got the part. Congratulations. They want to fly you out to New Orleans. I said, what? <laughs> Yeah. I said, oh, this is not real. And I, and I look, I see, I know it's Oprah on network and I, Ava DuVernay and I'm like, yo, this is a, a Retina Wesley, the lead. She's from True Blood. I'm like, what? I'm going to have a scene with her. Like, what? This, is, this is not real. This is not real. This can't be real. And I, I was going at the time I was going through my, my, my catheter was getting, got pulled and I was going, I was, I wasn't sleeping for like two nights straight. I was going through autonomic dysreflexia so bad. I had to go to urologist the next morning. And they were like, before you even fly to New Orleans, we got to get you COVID tested. So I had to go do a COVID night, uh, COVID test. And then they flew me to New Orleans. I got there that night, like 10 o'clock. And I had a, they had a guy waiting to pick me up from the airport, me and my mom and uh, my god aunt. And then uh, we, got in, we, got in the, we got in the bus. I mean, we got in the little van that they had. They drove us. They put us up in a nice hotel. They took care of us. And then I get, I mean, they said we got to be, be up six in the morning <laughs> for uh, another COVID test and costume fitting. I woke up in the morning. I didn't. I only slept for like three hours. I woke up in the morning. I learned the lines. I was studying the lines again on the airplane. But uh, yeah, so I, I got there and then I, I I did another COVID test in the morning, get the costume setting and then ate lunch. And then they told me that we were going to do rehearsal. We did rehearsal with Tina Wesley, the talented actor from True Blood. But she's the lead of the whole show, Queen Sugar. I did the rehearsal and the director was like, dang, we should have just recorded that. And I think you guys are ready to shoot. So I'm, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we go send a corner. And I'm, I'm dressed up in my, my, uh, my, all right, I should tell you guys before I even did the rehearsal, one of the guys that worked on set, I had the little, the costume on that they had, uh, they uh, dressed me up as for my character, Andre Nixon. And he was like, do you want to take your costume off when you do rehearsals or do you want to keep it on? He was like, yeah, Jamie Foxx normally, normally keeps his costume on. So I'm like, Jamie Foxx, you work with Jamie Foxx? <laughs> like Jamie Foxx likes to stay in character. So I'm like, whoa. These are these type of people right here. And I'm they're putting Anton on me. Uh, nobody from Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Got out there, we did the scene, and then yeah, man, we did the scene, and then me and Rutina did it. We knocked it out. We did it, did some takes of it. Yeah, they you know they break it down. And it was very emotional me even doing the scene because I really felt it as I was doing it. And she felt the emotion. And yeah, I felt like it did what it needed to do, which is make people t touch people and that's what really motivated me inspired me to even deliver that role 
and play that character. So I'm thankful for the cat people for Queen Sugar and yeah, thankful for the opportunity in general. So yeah, yeah. man, those, those are some some heavy hitter names, Ava DuVernay and uh, and Oprah. Man, that's yeah, you couldn't yeah. couldn't pass that one up. Uh, so. <laughs> How is that going to be a recurring role? I, I did watch it. I've never really watched the show before, but I kind of I downloaded, you know, I, I, I bought that one episode, man, and just watched it to see you in there, which was great. Um, yeah, you definitely did your thing. But is that going to be a recurring role or is that just kind of a one time thing for now? Well, they're done with see they filmed season six and it's coming out in October. So I didn't bring me back for season six. So, yeah, yeah it was just a it was a one it sent up a tone or something like that. But. Because the guy that beat me ended up turning himself in at the end of season five, so oh. it made sense. Yeah, it was a it was it wasn't a recur reoccurring, but yeah, I mean, either way, I'm grateful for the opportunity. It was just it was good to yeah. it was good to be on set, and it was good. To, I mean, that was a big big scene to be put on for your first role. I always remember. That. I'll be able to tell my kids about that one day. Yeah, man, no doubt, no doubt. So, um, you know, was so you just is that kind of how with with COVID and everything is obviously they're probably not having people just come into audition all the time. So is it just like filming your own audition, just running the lines is how they're doing everything right now? Yeah. For the most part, they're doing a lot of self tape auditions. So my agent will send me my audition. I'll do it from the house. And then, uh, yeah, you send it in to your agent and she'll submit it and you hear back, you hear back, you don't, you don't you just have to keep it moving. And if you get the role, they'll call you in to do COVID tests. And wherever the location is, they'll fly you out. Or if it's in Atlanta, they'll film. And, yeah, that's how they've been doing it for now. Nice, nice. And then so what um, – how many auditions are you, like, typically doing? Uh, how often are you doing them? Like, what what's that kind of process like for you? Well, now, as of recently, my auditions have went up. I don't know if it was, I don't know why, but yeah, it's, yeah, I, my auditions have gone up higher. I wasn't really getting a lot of auditions before, but now I'm getting a, a lot of auditions now. And uh, yeah, man, I'm just thankful for the opportunity, man. I'm getting, uh, there was one day where I had three auditions in one day. Wow. That's cool. So what, what, uh, have you booked any other roles? Are you, what, what's, what's coming out? Like, what do you, you have coming out? Uh, anything, any, anytime soon? Yeah, I mean, I did a, another role for a big network. I mean, they, they made me sign a non-disclosure, so I'm not allowed to talk about it. Oh, but yeah, it's one of those. It's coming out. It, it, it wasn't as big a role. It wasn't a big role like Queen Sugar, but it's a role on a big network, speaking role. Uh, yeah, it's a project coming out probably another three, four months. Oh, I can talk about this right now. I can tell you about did a national commercial that's going to come out uh, for this this company. I have a speaking role where yeah it's going to be coming out i don't i think next couple months because we're doing a zoom meeting on it next week they're going to show it to us and it should be on national tv soon i did a commercial i filmed that two weeks ago nice man can you say what the commercial's for or you have to wait on that i gotta wait on that as oh, well but i mean it's it's something regarding disabilities i can tell people that's cool man it's gonna be oh, i'll man. be speaking for making making the internet accessible for us Okay, that's very. I mean, it's cool. several. It's several people with disabilities in it. Actually, I'm one of them. There's a pros, uh, person with uh, a pro, uh, amputee. Yeah, that. Uh, I think they may have an autistic kid in there. Down syndrome. They have all type of disabilities in there. We're all speaking in it. 
So, I mean, I, I can't wait to see that on TV. I mean, that, yeah, that was, and I great. feel like the message is going to be good. Hell yeah. Did they, uh, did you get to film that right in Atlanta or did they fly you out somewhere else for that one? We filmed it at ATL. We filmed it right here in Atlanta. I mean, a lot of the stuff for the networks and stuff like that, a lot of, a lot of stuff are done right here in Atlanta. Like, yeah. look at all the Marvel projects and all this stuff. They're done right here in ATL. That's Marvel, cool, we got a lot of, I mean, Tyler Perry Studios is here. They film Black Panther here. They film a lot of movies up here in Atlanta. That's a good spot to be in, man. So did you already, so you filmed the commercial and you filmed the spot on the other big network that you can't talk about yet. Um, have you filmed anything else uh, since the Queen Sugar thing? Or is that, that's kind of where you're at right now? I filmed one, another thing too that is supposed to be, a, I don't know if it's going to be on Amazon Prime, but it's a short film called Neighborhood Racket. And uh, yeah, I was playing a pimp, but it's an interesting <laughs> role. It should, it should come out. It should come out next couple months, but yeah, I filmed that as well. So I've done, and then I filmed one other thing too, but yeah. That's I'm, awesome, man. I've been, it, it comes, it just sometimes comes quick and then sometimes you don't get it for a long time. So it's just, this, this industry is up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. Yeah, no so doubt. Just, no doubt. What, uh, yeah. So is your agent then based, um, in LA or in, in Atlanta or where, where, where are they located at? I'm with Align Stars Agency. Uh, they're in Atlanta, but they can get you work in LA as well. So okay. they're there. Uh, they can, they can, they can, my agent told me straight, like she said, if you can fly to LA, like if you, if I get a role for you and you have to fly to LA, will you do it? And I told her, yes. And yeah. So yeah, I'm getting, I mean, I can go to LA if, I, if there's an offer. And there's a role for me. They'll audition me. And if I'm right for the role, I'll be in L.A. Yeah, I can go to L.A. I can travel all over New York, all over. Yeah, man, that's that's awesome. mostly in Atlanta, though. I probably want to leave Atlanta so much because there's so much stuff going on right here in Atlanta. Yeah, no doubt, man. I didn't even realize all the Marvel stuff is filmed down there. That's very cool, man. I know. Uh, I, that, that that show, I, used, I used to watch that show, The Walking Dead. I know they. They, I think they filmed down in Georgia somewhere. I don't know if it's right in Atlanta or not, but that's... Uh, it is. Yeah, that's that's dope, man. Um, you know, I, I had on uh, Eileen Gruba a couple months ago, um, who's an actress, and she's um, kind of dealt with a, a spine. I guess she has a walking spinal cord injury, so... And she's uh, she seems so, like, just giving to the community, you know, and I feel like that's a lot of what you're, you, you're trying to do too, man. So salute you for that, bro. Eileen Gruba is my mentor, man. Me and her have good conversations. Like she's been mentoring me the whole year and a half now. Yeah. I mentioned like when I first... her and she said, yeah, she mentioned she had been, uh, been in contact. That's so cool, man. I, I'm glad you guys had connected. I think actually, man, you, po you might've posted something that made me like even see that, like who she was and i was like oh, i need to get her on the show too so oh yeah, she's a phenomenal it. human being man i love her i love her i love her she's a great person like i mean she's giving me so much advice and starting off and she's really paved the way for me and i tell her this all the time i talk to her like there's no anton without you that's cool yeah she seems like one of like the most genuine people you know i've ever had the pleasure of speaking with uh on the show here so yeah man that, that's very cool i'm glad you guys are linked up like that um, but yeah, man, well, I just wanted to do a quick catch up with you, bro. Like, I'm so happy that, that you're doing your thing and, and, uh, it's, it's great, man, for the community, for, you know, for you, for, 
for everything. So I'm happy, happy you're doing well, man. You seem happy. I'm, I'm glad this is, uh, this is going, going so well for you. Yeah, man. No, I appreciate you having me on the show, man. I always, it's always a pleasure to be in, man. And uh, yeah, man, we, we just have to do our part as disabled people in the community to just to bring awareness, man. This is what I'm using acting as my platform. I, I told my, I told the director on Queen Sugar, I hope I play in a Marvel movie so I can play a Marvel superhero. Cause there's a kid at home sitting there in a wheelchair that doesn't have, they, they don't have anybody to look up. They want to see yourself represented. People do. So if you see, if you, there's a kid with MS or cerebral palsy or spinal cord injury, uh, sitting, I mean, sitting at home and they, they, they want to see themselves represented on the television as well. So I think everybody deserves that. So yeah, that's my goal. Like I want to have every kid out there that sees like, especially my next role, cause it's going to be on a kid's network. I'll tell you that okay. <laughs> a big kid's network, but yeah. Okay, way man, that that's beautiful, Anton. I I appreciate what you're doing for the community, man. And yeah, you're just keep up the good work. Thanks, bro. Thanks, thank thanks a lot for having me on here, man. And you guys, well, you be safe out there, man. And you know, you can text me anytime. We always text every couple months or whatever. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Well, uh, yeah, we'll we'll catch up, man. And uh, I'll I'll talk to you soon, bro. Keep up the good work. All right, man, I'll look out for this interview, bro. You be safe, right. man. All right, bro. All right, that was my guy Anton, you know, friend of the podcast. And uh, yeah, no, an all-around great dude. Oh, yeah. Great, yeah, man, he's so great. And just the fact that he, you know, he said two things in the interview that really got to me. One was that... He wants basically he wants to be in a Marvel movie because he wants to he wants little kids that are dealing with spinal cord injuries or disabilities to know they're to see be able to look up and see a superhero. Yeah. Or, you know, like to Dang. be able to look up to somebody for that, sure that looks like them and, and is dealing with the same things they're dealing with, which is awesome. And then that he already told his agent he's going to be the first uh, guy in a wheelchair to win an Oscar. And I was like, Oh, you know what, I man? I believe it, man. Manifest that shit, bro. Yep, I believe Set your it. goals. Yeah, Anton is a good, good guy, man. So, um, yeah, Brandon. So you're you're bailing out. Of, oh yeah. Uh, out of Washington, where are you where are you heading to? Well, we're gonna take a little family vacation. We're gonna go uh, to Disney World, and then we're gonna go to the bahamas and atlantis but um i'm gonna still not know you're going to disney world oh they know oh I yeah you nah i'm not really one for like well you told me before so i never wanted to say anything when i was on the phone with you uh, about it did i i don't know man we didn't really plan to carmen can't keep a secret dude yeah. she's she's like you bro she's blabbermouth bro me, if bro. you ever want to keep a secret don't tell jay that's all yeah, I'm going right. to tell you right now, yeah, man. Right. I got secrets. I bet. You, but you already told them. Anyways, man. But, yeah, I'm going to be missing the podcast, dude. What? Do you, what? I know, man. I know. Well, we're going to get uh, Mark Rails is visiting. Huh? The one who's coming for your job. Yeah, so I know, he, man. Uh, I think we're Potential get candidate for co-host of the year, potential. Mark Rails. Yep, yep. So we're probably going to get him on the next show. And then I don't know about – the week after might have to might have to skype me in bro i have to do a facetime i'll be uh, on the i'll be on the beach yeah on the beach in the bahamas doing facetime (laughs) (laughs) that'll be nice man that'll be really cool i'll do it though you know it yeah yeah well 
Well, yeah, so, you know, I know this is going to be a, a little bit of a shorter episode this week, but I felt like uh, Anton did his thing. I think he, he gave, you know, I mean, that interview was, uh, I, I loved it. It was so much fun to do. I, I enjoy any time I get to uh, get to speak with Anton. So check him out. Go watch Queen Sugar. I'm blanking on the episode. I'll put it into the description of the podcast, though. Um, and yeah, check him out and, and what he's doing. And, and uh, yeah, support the podcast. Like, share, rate, review. We appreciate it. Thank you all for listening. We will talk to you next time.